it might find anything there, anything there. Remember that this fig tree have a far off half tree, half leaf, sorry, it has leaves, leaves, plenty leaves. So he came, seeing that he might find anything therein. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. For the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus said, verse 14, and said unto him, No man eat fruit of thee again. He cursed that tree, that this is how you remain. No man will climb on you because you have fruit anymore. Now, why did Jesus cause that tree? Because you remember, one of the things that have confused people is that the Bible actually said, for the time of figs was not yet. It was not yet the season for, for trees, for that fig leaf to be bearing fruit. So don't you think it's unfair when the Bible has said also that it was not yet time for that fig to be bearing fruit. Why then will Jesus curse the tree that was not yet, that his time has not come to be bearing fruit? There's a reason. God does not just do anything. Now you need to understand the weather condition at that season. You see, countries that have winter snows, one of the things you must know during snow season, winter season, I, I mean, is that during winter, leaf, trees shed their leaves to conserve energy because now photosynthesis cannot really take place anymore. Because during winter, the, the temperature drops, you know. Well, if you're in Nigeria, you may not really understand. You know, um, when I watch movies those days, I see movie white men, when they are speaking, during snow season, the vapor comes in their mouth. And I desire it. I thought it was a very good thing. That when you speak, you know, that steam, that vapor, you know, that thing that looks like smoke begins to come from your lips, mouth, I mean. It comes. They say anything, it comes. So, during this particular year, I traveled to Florida. And it was snow. When I first got to New York, so before my flight, I came out, I think I went before I came. I saw snow for the first time, a bushman. I grabbed the ice. long glass. Everyone, ah, snow. I first took picture with the snow. How would they know I'm in America? If they don't see snow in my hand. So I took this. I was like, when, so when will these things start coming? When will these vapors start coming from my mouth? So I, I will talk. Hello, hello. No, the vapor was not coming from my mouth yet. So I felt, ah. You know, this thing I've been watching a movie where the vapor will just be coming from people's mouths. Hmm? To really show that I was representing Nigeria. Those days, I don't wear shirts. I even wore native, short native. Whatever it was, short native was what I wore. I they said, oh, buy jacket, buy snowshoe, buy this. I refused to buy you. I said, me, how would they know I'm a Nigerian? I want everybody in this America to know that I'm in Nigeria. I've come from Nigeria. Nigeria, wait till we know see before. If he passed, I'm a stand. 
This one fit past my time. So, I did not buy any jacket. I was wearing my normal sandal. Hmm. Then, one morning first, where the problem started, I came out. When I came out, I went to the mall. It will be as if something is biting your hand. I said, wait, it's man, no see before. By 12 o'clock, all this thing will disappear. At a point, to hold the key, it will be as if the key to hold any iron. It now looks as though the iron is now shocking you. I never knew there was a problem. I see they say, no, America. How would they know I'm in America? You see, by the time I began to speak, when I first saw that I spoke and that vapor came out, I quickly picked my phone. I, I began to record. Ah, babe. I was calling my mom. See, hello. <laughs> ah, bushman is not a bush thing. It's not good to be a bushman. I'm telling you. Because a bushman will see death like this. And he will be thinking it's a good thing. So I said, hello, babe. See, my mom said, wow, he's coming. I said, oh, well, America. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. And I was talking. The vapor was coming. You know, I was recording it. All of a sudden, after, so after I dropped the phone, I realized it's like, you see, it's like when, you know when they put ice block in your stomach? <laughs> From inside my stomach, the thing began to get cold. And of a truth, as the thing was getting, the vapor was becoming stronger. What was giving me judgment? When, when you say, ah, you just see the thing. Iku was drawing me. That is called Iku. Death. I didn't know that. You see, when you see vapor coming out of your mouth like that, it is because you are feeling very cold. Me, I thought it's a, it's a sign of goodness and mercy. <laughs> before that evening, nobody told me to be quiet. They said that no more native. If you see me, you know that this one has come from me. To even enter the house, everywhere the cold was much. I just have to let you know that. So when you talk about that kind of cold, if you just read this passion, this passage of the Bible, when Jesus cursed that tree, you will be thinking as a Nigerian, but you need to go back and understand the weather condition that of that season. That you see, that tree that had leaves that were just where they mark eleven was not supposed to have leaf during that season. That tree was supposed to have shed all the leaves because it was snow time. It was winter season. So, it's supposed to be conserving energy. But somehow, somehow, when other leaves, other tree, their leaves have dried up. When other trees were not bearing leaves anymore they were going through our time somehow this tree found favor with god in the midst of lack this tree was enjoying plenty when the sun was not shining this tree miraculously was bringing forth leaves was standing out when it, 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 the tree was supposed to have dried up the tree was becoming fat. It was the hand of God was special upon that tree. 
Are you getting what is happening right now? What the condition of that tree was not a normal condition. It was a condition that showed that God favored that tree. Because every tree were drying up. They were dropping leaves. But it was, it was not dropping leaves. It's like what is happening right now in Nigeria. Right? Because even uh, the news came out last week in Nigeria, for instance now, that all the money that our government earned put together, when we put all the money we earned together, was not enough to pay the debt we are owing. The, as in all the income of the country was not enough. You see, when the income comes in, that is where we pay salary, they do roads, they do build hospitals, they do this, they do that. So all that income was still not enough to pay the debt that we are owing. The debt we are owing was more than all the money we made. So they have to borrow money to even pay debt again. We borrow to pay the money we have borrowed. We have borrowed. That, is, that is actually what is, what is happening right now. But in the midst of that situation, there was a tree. When you, you saw the price of bread now, I don't know whether you are living in the same country I'm living. When I first saw 1,000 naira bread, I was shocked. I thought it was a play. After about three weeks, the 1,000 naira bread has reduced. Because, you know, my children now, they have entered the age where they eat a lot. So, I saw the 1,000 naira bread, you know, the first one, after it has, even the size of the 1,000 naira bread has reduced. Now, you will even see that even the taste of bread has started changing. The taste of bread has started changing. Well, amazingly, it's not only here, it's what is happening all around the world. But in the midst of hardness, there was a tree that was standing out. And Jesus looked at that tree. Oh boy, you are a favored tree. You have received mercy from God. You are, supposed, you are not supposed to have leaves by now. Just like some of us have received mercy from God. Some of us don't deserve to be alive right now. Because we even have friends who have done worse than we did and are dead. Some of us have done things that are worse than some of our friends that are in prison right now. Some of us have lived a life that if God were to judge us, you cannot even be one of those who will be sitting down in church right now. But you see, you, have beard, you are bearing leaves. He has shown you mercy. That tree received mercy from God. It was winter. No sun. And yet the leaf was still green. So Jesus walked to that tree and said, you can, I need, even can't I just get one fruit from you? One fruit. One fruit. How can you be so green like this and you don't have one fruit? And Jesus looked at that tree. You are an ungrateful tree. That tree was cursed because it was an ungrateful tree before God. Say, you are an ungrateful tree. I have preserved your life. I have kept you. Look at your fellow tree. They've all dried up. Look at your fellow trees. They've shed their leaves. Look at all your fellow trees where they are. Look at all your fellow trees. How their lives have turned out. And 
you to just bring forth one fruit for me is a problem. To even so that we can enjoy one fruit, one fruit from you, then God cursed the tree. Said no man will eat of you again. You don't deserve to live. He cursed that tree. God has revealed how God sees everyone who has received mercy but refused to bear fruits. God has shown how God sees a man who has received mercy but refused to pay back, refused to say thank you to God. You see, when you choose to serve God, what you are actually saying is thank you. When you choose to go the extra man, what you are actually doing for God is to, you are, you are looking back and say, Lord, this is how I can say what? Thank you. Because you see, some of us, when I realize some of the risk I have taken in my life and how God has delivered me, even when my mother was not there, One of those times when I was learning to be a conductor. Because you see, if you grow up in Bariga, even you remember that those days in Bariga, Danfo came from Bariga. So they even sang about Danfo those days. So the vision of every child growing up in Bariga those days would be to be a conductor. If you are really in the Ilaje part of Bariga, which is where I grew up, Ilaje part of Bariga was where I grew up. It's a place where water goes in the morning and returns back with your sin. You poop inside water, you will have mercy on you, carry it, whatever it man sows. By the time in the evening, the water will bring back your poop with other people's poop. Bring it and dump it in your house. So you, we live in, every day we live, and as children, even poop became a business. Because anywhere you see poop, there must be tilapia fish there. So all you need to do is just go and put your hook there. And sometimes you kill the tilapia fish, you open it, you still see some poopoo there, you clean it and boil it. What is there? <laughs> see, those of you who grew up eating kote and all these titles, you have not, you see, I'm telling you where we grew up. Forget about all this. When you forget to say thank you, Somebody like me, when I was learning to do conductor, that day I practiced my first conductor step down. It was supposed to be my hand. You see, we don't want to pay. So what we do is that when the bus is going, we hang on the bus and we bend down so that the driver will not see you. If after many years I'm still as short as this, you should know that shortness was a gift from God for me. So some of us, God just gave us, he didn't give us height. I was so small that when they at DSS3, when they were looking for baby, when they are acting drama in my school, they are looking for a baby to carry. They came to my class to carry me. <laughs> so my, my mate was my mate was carrying me. Oh, Tito, me. Oh God. Now you can imagine when height is your problem. The food also now became your problem, and you have a big head. You are the Edward. (laughs) (laughs) 
you can imagine, you can imagine. Already, even you see people don't fear God. If they are pastor, you see, even that, even, even after many years, he could still say it boldly. Let me catch him. I will deliver him after service. <laughs> no, you can imagine. So I remember as I was behind that bus, when I reached where I was, the guy that taught me conductor what did not teach me one. Because I just feel that conductor just normally comes down like that. So on motion, the bus was still on motion. When I just decided to jump down. The rest is history. <laughs> How I landed. See, it will be as if when you don't jump, they remove the ground from your leg. And somebody pushed you. That's when you know that the ground moves. When I landed with my forehead, whether it was star or mo- I shall know I saw something. And the thing was real. Boom! I, and you see, this life, I slept off. Maybe you don't want to sleep. I slept off. Oh, I woke up, I don't know. <laughs> but the mercy of God, my mother was just there selling her dancing and edges. Selling her go go where she was selling. I was a dead boy on the road. No doctor. No nurse. Am I not here? With such an impact. Now, can you then imagine if after seeing chicken in money, I started speaking grammar. Hello, you know, all these church people, all this God thing, I don't believe in God, you know, all this God thing, it's not, it's not, it's, it's a scam, it's a scam. This car. Why should I sell that? You know, I'm a computer engineer. You know, I, I, I studied in US, which is true. I studied in US. I'm not joking. I'm really studying in US. In case you don't, I'm studying. But I'm just telling you. I can just say that I, with all my certification from the United States of America. You know, I, you know, I, I would not sit down on this kind of chat. You know, what, what kind of thing is that? What kind of stuff is that? You know, you know, what, what, what are you trying? To, what, what are you trying to talk to me about? What, what, what's that? What's, shut up your mouth. It's because you have received mercy. That's why you can blow grammar. Is because you have received mercy. That's why you have blown grammar. Well, if the mercy of God has been taken from you from a day, your grammar will have been missing. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You are too beautiful to serve God. You are too wealthy to serve God. Too busy to serve God. Too handsome to serve God. Too father to serve God. Too mother to serve God. It's because God has shown you mercy. If God has not shown you mercy, all these excuses will never be there. Thank God for his mercy. 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 Tell me, I have a lot of friends who are dead. If you are hearing me today, it's because God has not cursed you. If you are hearing what I'm preaching, it's because God has not cursed you. For not being grateful to serve him. So serving God is our way of saying Thank you. I don't deserve mercy, but you have shown me mercy. That is it. So when a man has excuse as to why he or she should not serve God, it's because such a person is an ungrateful person. Yeah. That's why Jesus crossed that tree. That's why he crossed the tree. Now, what is the reward of serving God? 
What is the reward of serving God? If you meet, I don't want to go to what I preach in first service. So I'm continuing from where so you can get some of the messages in first service. They will guaranteed answer to prayer. Guaranteed answer to prayer. John chapter 15, verse 7. You know, Jesus was telling them the mind of God. He was telling them the mind of God. So he said, this was before the verse 8 we read, where he said, Hearing is my father glorified. So he said, This is what you should do. Then this is the result. If you bear fruit, this is the result. So verse 7 then says, If you abide in me and the words that I've spoken to you, that you should bear fruits, the words that I'm about to speak to you abides in you, and you put this work, you serve God with your life, you give your life over to God and serve God. Then he said, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. You shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. He gave you, he said, if you bear fruit, if you serve God with your life, if you live your life for God, so you will be asking what you will and it will be done unto you. Guaranteed answer to prayer. Now let me shock you. What I'm about to say will shock you. Do you know that God does not answer prayer? Yeah. God does not answer prayer. God does not answer prayer. I will show something to you. Most of us think that God answers prayer. It's not the prayer that God answers. Or it's not the prayer that brings answer to you request. Now, follow me. I want to explain to you. I have two papers in my hand. I hope you can see it. Camera guys, if you can zoom in, I will appreciate. This one is written as one million naira signed. One million naira. It has a signature. Can you see? One million naira is here. This one is 1,000 Naira, also signed. I'm trying to explain to you what Jesus was saying. That if you abide in me, and abide in you, my words abide you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done. These two papers are papers. Do you agree with me that both are papers? Are both papers? Both are papers. Okay, ma. Take this money and go and spend it. Which one, please come. Which one do you think, between these two, which one do you want to take to the market tomorrow? Ah, ah. Ah, ah. One million. 1,000. Which one do you prefer? Which one do you prefer? Then maybe, let me, because one is on my left, one is, so let me put it the other way. One is on my right. One million on my right. 1,000 on my left. Which one do you prefer, man? You prefer the small figure. This one is signed. One million. Naira. Written in figure. 
This one, 1,000. And even have two heads there. No head yet. So which one do you still prefer, man? So you prefer this? How many of you agree that she would prefer this? How many of you would prefer this? How many of you prefer this one? The one million naira one? To take to market tomorrow? Only one out of one million people. Now, thank you, man. I'm trying to tell you the mystery of prayer. Follow me now. Don't be lost. Don't be lost. Do you know why she rejected this? Because money is a medium of exchange. The reason why we accept this is because it is backed, number one, by the constitution of Nigeria. It is also backed by the CBN. And it is also backed internationally that this is the legal tender. And all money is backed by one thing called gold. It's called the gold standard. Right? It simply means that this money, this paper, can buy gold. Follow me. Follow me. Don't be lost. Now, I want to now explain what prayer is. If I walk to your place tomorrow, you are selling maybe what? Shoes. I come to you and I said, watch now. Give me, I like your shoe. I want to pick four shoes from you. And I begin to talk about the shoes. I say so much about the shoes to you. You don't have a problem with that, right? Because you are there to make money, right? Now, will you give me your shoe just because I say give it to me? Will you just give me your shoe because I say give it to me? But I have requested. I have said it. I have made a request. Give me your shoe. But you see, for you to give me your shoe, there must be something backing my words. That whatever is backing my words is what gives my request validity before you. As far as you are concerned, anybody can talk about your shoe. But it's the one that can back his word with a value that is acceptable by both of you that you will give the shoe to. Do you agree with me? Now, this is what most of us don't understand when we are praying. That it is not your words that guarantee you receiving from God. It is what is backing your words that God, that God answers, not your words. Are you following me? It is not what you are saying that God answers. It is what is backing it. There must be something backing your request before God. That is what then gives your word validity. If not, everybody will just be talking and they will be receiving from God like that. But do you realize that so many people talk but only few receive? Everybody can come and talk 
and say, um, uh, Madam, I want your shoe. Madam, I want your food. Madam, want... But you don't give it to them because they don't back their words with a value. There must be a value that is giving that word substance. So Jesus was revealing to us that you see, prayer is more than words. For prayer to be answered, you must back it with a value. It is what backs prayer that gets answered. That gives value to your words. And let me explain it further to you. So 1 John chapter 3 verse 18 then says, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. So he said, he said don't just say you love. Back your word. Back your love with deed and truth. With your action and being truthful. He said, back it. That is when your love becomes valid. Now, if you think that prayer is all about what you are saying, then what will you say with a scripture as Isaiah 65 verse 24? Look at what Isaiah 65 verse 24 says. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. Whilst they are yet speaking, I will hear. What is God answering? So before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. The man has not even asked anything. God said, I have answered him. He has not asked one thing. He has not spoken one word to God. And yet God said, I have answered his prayer. That is, this, this actually defines prayer. Prayer is not answered when you open your mouth. Your prayer is actually answered before you open your mouth. Are you following me right now? Follow me. Have you read in the Bible, where the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20, Ephesians 3 20, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we are able to think or ask. So he said he's able to do, before you even think of it, before you even ask, he's doing it already. So do you see that there's more to prayer? So prayer is your request. When you are praying, you are just praying the request. But there is a value that you must bring for your prayer. That is what backs your prayer. So you see, when you watch the season of most unanswered prayer, what is not, it's not your request that really matters. It's what is backing your prayer that you should check. And I will give you another example where this played out. In 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 5. 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 5. Look at it. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, ask what I shall give you. Ask what I shall give you. Now, do you realize that what he's going to ask has already been given? Because God, in other words, God said, anything you ask now, what will happen to it? He said, ask what I shall give you. In other words, your prayer has been answered already. So we are waiting for you. Oh boy, we have answered your, your, your prayer. You have a lot of answered prayer, but we don't see what you are saying. You are not saying anything. Back, we need words from you. We need you to say something because we have answered your prayer. So they, God had to come himself to say, oh boy, ask something. Because you have a lot of answered prayer. God answered an unanswered prayer. 
said, ask. Ask. Now, the question is this. You may want to ask yourself. What is it that made God everywhere, in, even in this case of Solomon, to give that thing? Because if you go and check, before God came to ask Solomon, ask what you shall answer. Solomon has served God. He had sacrificed a lot of things to God. And God now said, ah, ah. This sacrifice have made you enter into the level of answered prayers. People of God, I'm not teaching about prayer, but I want you to know something today. That if you do not attach your service to your prayer, your prayer becomes like a paper. This is what most of us are calling prayer. This is what most of us are calling prayer. I'm praying. I'm praying. But God will look at your request. He's checking. There is nothing back. No value. No value. No value. God, do it for me. Remember me. God checks. What are you bringing to the table? No value. No value. God does not honor a prayer that is not back with a value. Unless in his sovereignty, he just shows mercy. This is why Jesus then said, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He said, when, when you do all this, all other things shall be what? Added. Create value for God. Create value for God. Create value for God. Create value. Place something on the table. So that God can look upon it and answer it. Now let me now show you. John chapter 4. Follow me to John chapter 4. John chapter 4. I'll read from the New Living Translation. Verse 36. New Living Translation. The harvesters are paid good wages. And the fruits they harvest is people brought to eternal life. What joy awaits both the planter and the harvesters alike. When you begin to bear fruit for God, your fruit is a value that backs your prayer life. I will show you a man that did this. Isaiah. Follow me to Isaiah chapter 38, verse 1. New Living Translation. Isaiah 38, verse 1. About that time, Ezekiah became deathly ill. And the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to visit him. He gave the king this message. This is what the Lord says. Set your house in order, for you are going to die. You will not recover from this illness. <laughs> this is what, when God, when a man said no to God, 
Say, you are not going to recover from this illness. Verse 2. When Ezekiah heard this, now watch what he did. He turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Now, he presented his request. Now, look at it now. He's going to present the value. Watch. Verse 3. Remember, O Lord, how I've always been faithful to you and I've served you single-mindedly, always doing what pleases you. Then he broke down and wept bitterly. If you read the next verse, God told Isaiah, go back. This man has touched heaven. He has touched heaven. He has presented the value for his prayer. He has touched heaven. Go back. We are giving him 15 more years. He can't die now. He knows how to approach God. He knows how to do what? He knows how to do what? He knows how to do what? What is backing your prayer? In this season, as we begin to talk about serving God, serving God, serving God is our benefits. It is what guarantees us this realm of answer to prayer. Don't you want your prayer to be answered? No, look at the current economic situation of Nigeria. A lot of jobs are going to be gone. We are going to see economic crisis that we have not seen before. When the government themselves now are borrowing money to pay the money they have borrowed. This, as at this past week, dollar is whatever. About 650 something. 650 something there about. Do you know what is happening? Economy meltdown. But in the midst of it, I'm sure we cannot say we are not feeling it. We go to the market every day now. Recently, my wife went to the market. She said, do you, do you know that they are now selling one onions for 100 naira? Women here will know. What should you do at such a time? Well, it is time to serve the Lord. It is time to serve the Lord. Because when you serve him, he said, he will bless you. Exodus 23, 25. He said, a thousand shall fall at your side. There is nowhere in the Bible God ever said things will not be hard for the world. But he said, you, even though you are in the world, you are not of the world. It is time to serve God. It is time to serve God. It is time to serve God. Eat and repent received wages. Every laborer is paid by heaven. This is why the devil does not want you to serve God. This is why he's saying, face your life. Be busy. Give yourself over to chasing things. But as for God, leave him. Do you know we spend average of 45 hours working for money every week? Our children spend average of 40 hours gaining education knowledge. The question is, how many hours do we spend before God? Go and check your schedule. 45 hours we spend in chasing money on the average. 40 hours children spend learning how many hours do we spend serving god that decision is yours that decision is yours that decision is yours but let me say this everyone that offers their life to god like the empty boat that peter offered for the master to preach he said 
Now launch out into the deep. And the Bible said, his net overflowed with abundance. In this season, as you offered your boat for the Lord, your time, your resources, your energy, as you offered yourself to God, I see abundance flowing into your life, flowing into your hands. This, this is not your season to go down. It's your season to go up. This is not your season to go down. It's your season to go up. You might have gone astray for a long time, but in this season, God is lifting you up. You might have gone astray for so long, but in this season, God is lifting you up. You might have gone astray for so long, but in this season, God is lifting you up. He's lifting you up. He's lifting you up. You will not go down. What does it mean? It is who you serve that will pay you. It is who you serve that will what? I see God paying you. I see God paying you. Do you want your prayer to be answered? Then create a value that will back it up. Stand to your feet with me this morning. When we labor for God, it creates value for our prayer to be answered. Lift your voices and say, Father, I thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for your word. 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 I thank you for your word, Father God. We give you praise for your word. Lift up your voices everywhere. I'm sure the word of God. I'm sure the word of God has come to you with power this morning. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you praise, Lord. I give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be shaken but endure forever. It is time to trust God with your life. All eyes bow and all eyes close. Maybe somebody invited you to church. Or you've been coming before. But you know that your life is not in the hand of God. You look at your life, you know that no, you are just doing what you feel is right. Or you are stuck in a position where you know that only God can bring you out. Wherever you are this morning, all you need to do is to ask Jesus to step into your boat and leave the rest. When you willingly ask Jesus, I, am, I don't want to continue my life like this. Thank you for forcing me to have leaves when I should have dried up. But Jesus, I want you to help me. The good thing is that it is not what you have done that is condemning you for. Because even before you committed the first sin, you have sinned already from your mother's womb. Baba said, in sin did our mother, did our parent conceive us. So God does not judge you for the mistake you have made. Because there is a nature in us that is producing that sin. So if you, you see that maybe there is one thing that is too bad that you have done that God cannot forgive, it's a lie. Because if there is something in you called the Adamic nature, that is what is producing the sin. But there's a nature, the nature of Jesus Christ you can receive this morning. It's called the gift of righteousness. All you need to do is to ask Jesus. So there is no one here that God is condemning for what you have done. But the only time you are condemned is when you refuse to accept Jesus. So wherever you are this morning, you want to say, Jesus, I want you to come into my life. 
Father God, I want to give Jesus my life. I want, to, I want Jesus to take over my life. Wherever you are this morning, all is bad, all eyes closed. Just place your right hand on your chest. God bless you. If you want to give God your life, you want Him to make something good out of your life, you want to rededicate your life to Jesus, you want to be born again, you want Jesus to take over your life, just place your right hand on your chest. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you right now. Today is your day. Jesus can make something great out of your life. There is nothing called too spoiled for Jesus to repair. Too bad for Jesus to make better. Nothing like that in God. So just place your right hand. If you are online, you can do the same thing. And now say these words with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus. I, maybe you used to be a Christian too. Maybe you want to you want to give your life to, you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. You boy, you know you are both vaccinated. You can join right now. I will also pray for you. Place that hand on your chest, somebody, and say with me, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for giving me the opportunity to be born again. Jesus, Son of the living God, I confess that you are the Son of God. I confess that you died for my sins. I confess that I believe that you were buried and you rose from the grave on the third day. Today, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I give my life into your hands. Please come into my life and be my Lord and my personal Savior. Wash all my sins away, Jesus, with your precious blood. And please write my name in the book of life. From today, I am born again. I receive the gift of righteousness that Jesus purchased on the cross for me. I am a child of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name. Also now, if you if you rededicate your life to Jesus, say with me, Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for going astray. Today, I come back home. I rededicate my life to you. Take me. Use me. Clean me up for your glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. Now, Father God, I thank you for all those who have vowed their heart and their minds to you, to, to open their heart to you, wherever they are, Father God. I thank you for all those ones. Can I pray for you? I just feel I should pray for all of you that this decision. Because this is, I feel a demon has come out. God is setting you free. I don't know who you are, but God is setting you. If you pray that prayer from the depth of your heart, can you just come? Just come. I want to pray for you. All of you who pray that prayer, just come. Come. God bless you. Take that bold step of faith. Come. Come. God bless you. Everywhere. Don't hide. Don't, if you lay your hand on your chest and pray that prayer from the depth of your heart, just come forward. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Don't be ashamed. Just come. 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 I sense the power of God watching these lives. Father, I pray for this ones. You are free. You are delivered. I pray in accordance to your word, Jesus. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for setting me free, Lord Jesus. Oh, 
Thank you for breaking the bondage, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for setting them free. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I tell you, the power of God is touching this life. This is not an ordinary thing, Pastor. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for setting them free. Jesus. Jesus, thank you for setting them free. Thank you, Jesus, for setting them free. Jesus, thank you for setting them free. Thank you, Jesus, for setting them free. The power of God is resting on you. Thank you, Jesus, for setting them free. Jesus, thank you for setting them free. Thank you, Jesus, for setting them free. Father, your word says, Whosoever the Son of Man shall set free is free indeed. These ones are free. Free indeed. Every captivity of the enemy, every bondage that has held you bound from fulfilling destiny, whatever it is, addictions, or whatever it is that has held you captive, today you are delivered forever. In the name of Jesus. You've run to Jesus. And Jesus has accepted you. Therefore, go in this might. Go in this grace. Go in this strength. For the Lord has anointed you for a new beginning. He has anointed you for a new beginning. His mighty hand is resting upon you. You shall do exploit for God. You shall take territories for him. Those who saw you yesterday will not recognize you again today. For a new beginning has started in your life. This is the lost way. And it is marvelous in our sight. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We return the glory back to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Where are my team that are going to attend to them? Please follow these people. Just follow them. Can you follow them? God bless you. They will attend to you. Keep clapping for Jesus. Everybody lift your hands. Lord, I pray for everyone here. Every old of barrenness is hereby broken over your life. Amen. Whatever has kept you and held you bound from being useful for God, whatever has kept you from bearing fruit for God, today you are delivered from it forever. 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 You are free in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that if you will show mercy concerning us all, in any way we have been ungrateful like that too, bearing leaves but forgetting to bear fruit. I pray, Father, that your mercy, anyone in that condition, Lord, let your mercy locate such a one in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, let your grace empower these ones to begin to bear fruit for you. I thank you, my Father. I return all the glory back to you. In Jesus' name. Now, stay with me from today. I'm a useful vessel to God. Say, I am a useful vessel to God. Say, I am useful to God. 
My life will bring forth fruit. My life is bearing fruit. When God comes to me, He will not just find leaves, but He will find fruits at all times. This is who I am. I am a fruit bearer. I am not barren. In Jesus' name. So shall it be for you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name we are praying. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. Have you been blessed today? Say with me, we are bearing more fruit for God. Oh, say, like I said, we are bearing more fruit for God. So it's time to begin to back our prayer with what? So you know that God does not answer prayer. It is what backs prayers that God answers. So keep backing your prayer with your labor. Back your prayer with exceptional service. Back up your prayer with commitment to God. And you will see that your prayer will start having value before God. Praise God. Amen. Now it's time to give before we close the service. Oh, see the devil was only trying to stop people from coming to church. Now the service is ending there. The weather is clearing. Hallelujah. All those of you who joined online, we congratulate you that you made a way. God bless you. Glory be to God. Now I want us to give our building offering first. And I want to encourage some of us to, you know, like this week now is a major week in our construction. Um... Uh, by the grace of God, according to our engineer team, um, they, they, if you've been passing there, you see that it's excavation. The excavation phase will be finished by Tuesday. Amen. And um, the iron rods phase is starting. And, uh, you know, when we do foundation to put block within one week you can put all the blocks. Am I not right? We can lay all blocks in one week. Then we then move to decking stage. So the work is still in progress. Amen. I'm sure because of the, some, we, we, we don't want to keep showing you the same picture. The next picture you are going to see is the iron rod phase that is starting this week. By, according to our projection, all things being equal, by Thursday, by Thursday, Friday, all the materials for the, the, the foundation should have been on site. Amen. And uh, God is doing wonderful things for us. So I want us to bring out our building offering. Let's bring out our building offering first. We are giving for the building. And I want to keep giving for the building. Those of you who are joining online, it's different from your offering and your tithe. This one is dedicated for the building project. And let me say this. Anytime you hear about the building of a house of God, it's an eternal investment. Building don't depreciate. So your building offering can never depreciate in value. It can only increase. It can only increase. I saw a lot of commitment. There are some people, when they receive their salary, you will see that, you will know because sometimes, they, as they are paying tight offering, they are also paying their building fund. God, your building offering cannot depreciate because land don't depreciate in value. So I want to keep giving with value to the Lord. Amen. So lift up your building offerings to the Lord as we honor the Lord with it. If you want to give online, you can give online. But it's a separate offering from every other offering. Father, we thank you for the privilege to be part of this building project. Thank you, Lord, for providing for us. We thank you because every commitment to this house is an eternal commitment because it doesn't depreciate in value. So I pray for all who are supporting and giving to us this building project that you remember their labor of love and let it translate into more answer to their prayers. 
Let, let this value come before you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Shout Amen. Hallelujah. You can drop your building offering or effect the transfer. The account is very special account, so it's a different account. All right. So let's ensure that um, we give greatly to it. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Now, whilst they are taking the building offering, now I just want to quickly tell you that today is also is very special day at our various fellowship centers. Is welcome back home Sunday at our various fellowship centers. Amen. Okay, so um, don't miss your fellowship center today because today we are doing what has been said to be done. I, I cannot expand on the phone. Now, if you are also between the age of 17 and 35, today's next gen service is especially for you because next week Sunday is a special round table lunch dinner. I said lunch, is it lunch or dinner? Special program for our next gen service because it's going to be a single mingle round table, um, a time of interaction, eating together with your friends and your loved ones. So uh, your friends, especially. So, um, so 17 to 35, make sure you attend the service after this one, which is starting by 12 o'clock. It's called Next Gen. And uh, don't miss today one because today is preparing you for your service of uh, next Sunday. Our Next Gen Youth Service Church is a special one. What they teach is different, and that's why they can be eating in the service because they are youth. They, so they are they they is very different what they do there. All right. So if if you are joining online, you can also join online by twelve o'clock for that next gen service. Amen. Somebody. Now, can we bring out our offering, our tithe? If you want to give your tithe, you can lift up your tithe and your offerings. Uh, please, my building team, you didn't take my offering. Okay. Um, Please take my building offering separately. So, thank you. Let me give it to you. Okay. Um, so, let's lift up our tithe and our offering. It is a great thing to give and to honor the Lord with our substance. Amen. If you want to give your tithe, you can please stand to your feet. I want to pray for all our tithes. Okay. Every tithe in this idea. Giving your tithe. Maybe you've transferred online. It doesn't matter. You can stand. I'm going to pray for you and with you. All tithes, can you please stand as I pray for you? Father, thank you for every tithe in this house. The covenant of tithing guarantees open heaven. So we thank you for honoring us with open heavenism as we keep tithing in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for your children, Lord, every tither online and offline. Lord, uh, that the devourer, Father God, in accordance to your own, remain rebuked over these ones. May the heavens of God remain open over you. May all nations indeed call you blessed of the Lord. May the Lord bless and prosper the source of your income the more. May the grace of faithfulness cause men, faithful men to be given to you. May you never lack the season of faithful men and women in your lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. You can drop your tithe. God bless you. Now, can we lift up our offerings as we honor the Lord with it also? We are giving our offering as we honor the Lord with our offerings. We are honoring the Most High God with our offering. Have you been blessed today? You, you, are, you should look excited. Have you been blessed today? Then lift up your offerings. Father, thank you. We acknowledge with this substance that we love you. We acknowledge with our substance that it is the Lord that giveth us power to get wealth. We acknowledge with our substance that all that we have is from above. We love you, Lord. We cannot repay for your goodness. Everyone giving, oh Lord, today be honored even as we give. Thank you because our offering counts in your presence. We return all the glory to you, Father God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Shout it louder. Amen. Oh, shout a victorious amen. amen. All right, can we make sure we effect those offerings right now? 
Let's effect those transfers and our giving. The Lord bless you greatly in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. I believe media team may have one or two announcements whilst the offering is going on. They can quickly do that now. If not, we will be closing this service. Hallelujah. Hello, and welcome to service this beautiful day that the Lord has made. We do hope that you're set to have a fantastic time in God's presence. If this is your first time joining us either live or interacting with us via any other platform, we welcome you specially. Please allow us the opportunity to get to know you by staying after the service if you're in the auditorium with us or commenting if you're joining us online. We look forward to meeting you. Be a part of a care group by joining any of our house fellowship meetings, which hold every Sunday between 5 and 6 p.m. at different locations. You can ask any of our workers or leaders and they can help you locate one close to you. In the morning, I will lay my requests to you and wait expectantly. Those are the words of David in Psalms chapter 5, verse 3. We therefore encourage you to join us every morning between 6 and 7 a.m. for Rise to Glory, a daily prayer and supplication experience that holds physically here at the church auditorium and online via YouTube, Facebook, and Mixlr. Remember to join us to fast on Tuesdays as we wait on God and pray for his presence and power. If you don't have any medical condition, you are advised to fast till at least 3 p.m. Join us for an encounter at Encounter Service, our midweek service, which holds on Tuesdays from 6.30 p.m. here at the church auditorium and online via 